Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. The following is a production of Dirt Mo Media. Welcome back to another edition of Speed Street. We are back mid-January. It is absolutely freezing cold, frozen tundra, pretty much across the Midwest, the Northeast, everywhere, but especially in Indianapolis, Indiana, and Indiana. So hope you're staying warm out there. Hope that you got your faucets running so you don't have any pipes freezing. I'll get a little bit more into that later. We got a great show for you today, as always. Uh, Speed Street presented by Dirty Mill Media, Joey Molinero. For the YouTube viewers out there, you will not see my face. Well, you will see my face, but it'll be a still image of me with two thumbs up uh, because I'm on dad duty right now, and I got my son with me, and, and he's one to cuddle up and watch Miss Rachel as I record. So don't want to distract the little guy, and that's why I don't have my video going. But you will see the live motion of Bobby and, and of uh, Connor Daly, of course, the co-host of this program, which leads me to him. Connor, what's up, man? How we doing? You staying warm? It's very cold. Goodness gracious. Uh, greetings, everyone. Yeah, man, life is good. Um, it's it's it was a it was a an absurd weekend of of football. Um, I, I think the funniest thing is to see how really the, the people's emotions get destroyed, their hearts get destroyed. Um, I, I I have a lot of questions about football. I I do the NFL. Fascinating. And we're going to get into it, and I can't wait to talk about it. Uh, but yeah, life's good, man. Uh, there's a lot of exciting things to talk about. A lot of exciting things. I, I, I think this week we have some more news than I expected to talk about. So, so can't wait to get into it. Um, Producer Bobby, how you doing? What's your life like? How was your weekend? What are we doing? How are we feeling? Feeling good, buddy. I am. We're freezing here up on Lake Michigan, as you can imagine. Yeah, you, worse for you. Yeah, I, we're currently sitting at a nice round zero nice. for the uh, temperature. Yesterday, it was literally negative three with a wind chill of negative 20. So uh, we, we've been dealing with the elements for sure. But uh, hey, you know, every time I complain about the winter, my dad's like, well, you knew what you were getting into when you were born in this area. So I guess that's uh, fair. My, my decision's been made for me. But no, all is well up here in the region. I love it. I love it. Um 
Well, let I, I want to get right into this because there there's a lot of IndyCar news. Let let's let's talk about. The, okay, first of all, no guests this week. Uh, we we did record an interview today, which I I think um, we can uh, we, we will we, we will tease this at some point. Uh, Alexander Rossi is going to be on this show. Oh yeah, eventually, not now, not this episode, but he's going to be on the show eventually so uh we will we will tease that he will be on this show at some point we did record it today but he will be on this show eventually so today you just get to hear from us three idiots uh for now um but that's fine because there's a lot of great stuff to talk about on this show uh and then we've got i think two guests as well coming up down the road the next two weeks so we got a lot of cool stuff coming but this week um we had to record it and hold it for a little bit so again Still going to be a great show. So, Alexander Rossi will be on on this show eventually, Alex Rossi. But I want to dive directly into this IndyCar news because I think there's some something that I found very interesting that uh, that I think people people here in America uh, hard for us to grasp. This was hard. This was something that I saw um, when I actually was racing in Europe. Oddly enough, and I'll tell you about it. Um, there was obviously there's two Dale Coin racing seats still available. Two Dale Coin racing seats that are very highly coveted. Um, if Dale called me next week, I would I would drive for him. If he said, "Hey, Connor, you just got to show up and drive," you know what? I would. I, that's not what's going to happen. It's really not because I've already signed. I've already signed my contract to drive the Indy 500. But but I, I still I don't think it's going to happen. But he still has two seats. So, Joey, I don't know if you saw this, but Daniel Frost was was potentially going to be in that seat. There was a lot of discussion about him being there, that he was probably in there. He's He's got some uh, good support. I got to give a shout out to Daniel Frost because I, I coached him. I, I, I His family were very kind to me. Uh, his mom and dad, great people. I, I actually got to give them a shout out because they, they were extremely kind to me. Really, really enjoyed working with them. I think Daniel's done a great job coming through the series. I, I I saw a lot of potential in him when I coached him. I, I thought I thought it was uh, great to work with him. So Daniel Frost has you know is, is a winner in the Indy Light Series or Indy Next Indy NXT. Uh, he is a winner, so he he has done a lot in the the Road to Indy Ladder system. But Daniel Frost, I don't know if people read this. He has to go serve in the military. He he is uh, from Singapore, right? So Singapore driver. There is a uh, apparently a, a law there. There's a, there's a law there in several different countries of the world that people I don't think uh, may not know about. It's it's sometimes, but there's mandatory military service for for uh, for young folks as they grow up. Uh, Joey, can you believe that? That's wild. I, I I think there was there was a there was a story about how it happened, and I I think there is a way that either you can. Uh, I'm not sure if you can get around it. I I, I get. It. I don't. I am not a military law person, clearly. But there was a story on Racer, obviously, uh, put out that 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 he had to put his race race career on hold for two years of mandatory military service. I mean, that's that's wild. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, talk about being a countryman. You know, I mean, yeah. you got to do what you got to do. It's it's almost like um, you know how every year they have the Army Navy game, right? That we all yeah. watch this first or second week of December and they talk about how you know these guys they can't go to the NFL they have to get like special exemptions 
uh, in order for them to miss out on their military service so they could go directly to the NFL draft. Um, and so I'm wondering if there's some sort of exemption situation we can get uh, there for Dan. Yeah, so I I, I think it's officially uh, that's not. I don't think there's going to be an exemption. I, I I don't think in this case there can be um, because when you get when you get got by the government, I, that's usually not there's usually not getting out of that. So I, I want to read a little bit just to get a direct quote from the from the racer article here. The Singaporean uh, great word choice, by the way. I've not been to Singapore. I would love to go to Singapore. Uh, won the opener in Indie NXT last season. Uh, and then he was aligned with Dale Coin Racing. Uh, quote was, I'm taking a brief pause from racing to fulfill a compulsory commitment. Uh, it's time for me to embark on a new journey in the military, serving my nation in Singapore for the next two years. Guys, two years is a long time. Like, when you think about this, two years, I mean... I don't even know what's going on two days from now, and I'm like, I'm trying to like dread, dread through it and figure out what's going on. Two years is a long time. Some individuals successfully transition back into racing after their military service, while others do not. Uh, I will keep my passion and motiva- motivation for motorsports alive in the USA through a public relations effort uh, for our next goal, IndyCar. Until then, I put my racing career on hold. Truthfully, it's been disturbing me due to the dis- it, it has been disturbing me due to the disruption of my racing career. Uh, I don't know what that means exactly, but that's a direct quote. Um, so yeah, that that's crazy. Now, uh, obviously, you know, we do not have to do that in America, right? Like, obviously, if, if, you know, back in the day, there was a draft, right? You got drafted into the military, right? I, this is very similar, I assume, uh, for their situation. Don't know much about it, but there was. I, I will say, I saw this when I raced in uh, in GP3 back in 2012, uh, many moons ago now. Um, I drove for the ART team then. It was me, Daniel Apton, Arovino. Very good finish racing driver. Very talented guy. Um, he actually, I remember him mentioning this to me. And and he, I believe, also in Finland, there's something similar. I think you have to serve in the military at some point. There might be something similar. But he had told me, he's like, dude, I got to go serve in the military. If if like I don't do a certain, if I don't like win this championship this year. Or so. It was some wild thing. And I was like, what you like have to serve in the military crazy so that that's wild but again part of uh you being the citizen of, of certain countries you got to serve your your duty at least two years in the military something like that um so i had seen this before but had not seen this in a long time and so daniel frost that i think really changes up the the landscape of the of the driver market right now daniel frost had some support i think there was a lot of talk about him being in deal coin racing but now he's got to go be a soldier I mean, that's that's wild. I'm sure Dale Coyne was like, um, okay, what? <laughs> like, that's, I mean, really talk, about, yeah. talk about Dale Coyne. I mean, that is the most Dale Coyne thing, I think, of all time. Dale Coyne is like TBA, TBA, uh, going to going to be in the military. Uh, what? All right, well, now we got a TBA again. Yeah, I, it's, that's right. crazy. I feel bad for Daniel Frost because I don't, I don't think this is something he expected Obviously, if you're going down the road of being an IndyCar, Indy, uh, an IndyCar driver, like, I, well, that's crazy. So, I, I feel for Daniel. That I mean, two years, man, you got all this momentum, you got things going. Gosh, that is hard to to, to take that momentum away. Now, again, I, I don't know much about the, Sing- uh, the Singapore military. I really don't. I don't know the size of their force or the physical, but I assume he's going to be uh, still fit as can be after two years, right? Fit as can be. Well, yeah, no, that's that's a good point. You know, he's not right? just going to be 
he's not just going to be sitting on his ass, but I mean, <laughs> obviously I'll defer to you here. I mean, it's so much of, uh, I, you know, I assume that, uh, driving one of these vehicles isn't just like, oh yeah, you Very just hop hard. on the bike <laughs> and, uh, you know, you, you get your, you get your wheels ready to go again. Like I, I assume like there's got a uh, two years off from, uh, you know, being behind the wheel and having those forces and having your, you know, being able to get it down to the exact inch of the exact speed that you need. Like yeah. it's gotta be tough to adjust coming back after two years. Well, you know, two months, let alone two years. Well, the, the the thing that I always like to say is you don't forget how to drive, right? Like like drivers, when you get to a certain level, now he he is he's not got to the top level yet, but yeah. but he knows the craft, and honestly, he's got he's got much better at the craft. I would I would believe as he's come through the ladder. Um, I, I I think you don't forget there will be some sharpening of the skills. Now again, if he's got the support system around him to where he can be like, boom, as soon as he's out of there, uh, we're gonna. Or like if you go on leave, I see, is there a leave in the two years? I don't know. Again, if 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 someone knows about the Singaporean military, please feel free to shine light on us. We're just speculators. This is again, this is a speculation program. Although we, I know Daniel and his family, great people. Um, so again, kind of a wild deal. I, I know that he'll be able to get right back into it. But dude, in two years we might have a new IndyCar. I yeah, mean, I, I hope in two years there's a yeah. whole new IndyCar, right? In two years, let's mark this date down. Uh, Tuesday, January 26th, 2026. I would like to have Daniel Frost on the program. I like, I'd like to hear about it. I'd like to hear about what he was doing for two years. I'd like to hear about what what's going on. Um, if we if the Speed Street show, well, I certainly hope it's still going. Call first dibs. I yeah. call first dibs on, on Daniel Frost's post-military interview. I'd like to hear about it. And for those who are listening, I, I I would love to hear about what what that's like. Uh, just just kind of being thrust into that at a young age, um, but and I respect that. Hey, you got country uh, pride, you know, pride for your country. Hey, you got to do your thing. If that's something you got to do, I respect that. Uh, but but what a wild thing. I mean, I, I if you would have told me at eighteen, when I think about what I was doing at eighteen, like we had just won the Pro Mazda Championship, like I'm like. All I see is IndyCar, like Indy 500. I can't. And if you told me, hey, you got to suit up in the camo, I'm like, man, I, I have so much respect for for our service members here in America. Like, I would be like, that's a what? What a what? Like, you have to do it. Like, it's not. You can't say no. It's like, hey, you know what? I, that would be a wild. Now again, I completely respect. I love our service members. I represented for the U.S. Air Force, right? I would be like, you know what? All right, if I got to do it, I got to do it. Of course, you have. If you have to do it, you have to do it. That's there's nothing. There's no way around that. But to think of 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 that emotional, I guess disconnection that that emotional, like wow, I I went from dedicating my whole life this way, and now you're going literally hard left. That's wild. So again, well, wanted wanted to talk about that a little my bit. My question, maybe you can enlighten me here a little bit. You you kind of hit on it, like. He had to have known this is coming, right? Or did this like just get implemented this year in Singapore? And it's like, oh shit, this is really bad luck, Dale Coin. Or, or like, what's the situation there? Well, you know, I I don't want to. I I don't. I think there's there's a couple. I, I got a few texts about this. I, I had heard a rumor about this. Oddly enough, when I was with Jack Harvey at the card shop a couple of days ago, nice. um, because Jack Jack Harvey is trying to be in the Dale Coin Racing Team, right? Like Jack Harvey's still <laughs> fighting for one of those last uh, full time seats. Um. And, and 
and I had heard a rumor about this. And I think there's there there's there's obviously there's always more to the story that we don't know. But again, never am I going to go on this show and say something that I don't know for sure. I, I'm going to read the. I mean, obviously, I've said that before, but I'm I'm just going to read the release for now because I don't want when you're talking about military and and you know stuff like that. You don't want to say things out of turn because that's, you know, you just don't want to do that. But I'm just going to read the article for now. But I think there's there's probably more to the story. I assume they knew it, but I'm, I assume that there's, uh you know, yeah. when it comes to like dealing with, you know, immigration and borders and, 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 you know, governments like that's tough stuff, far higher than my education level. Um, but I assume that there was something that was just like, oh, yikes, we didn't know this or didn't know that. And now he's gone. So now when well, he's not gone, he's in the military. So, uh, so yeah, crazy for Daniel. Um, I do feel bad for him. I'm sure that's a tough, that's a tough deal. Like, like, you know, when you're about to make your IndyCar debut or if you're, or if you're, you know, working on signing a contract, I got to feel for him, but shout out to Daniel Frost for going to serve your country, my man. Um, you know, hoping IndyCar is in a way better spot, even better spot when you get back. You know what I mean? We'll, we'll see yeah. what happens, but, but yeah. I wanted to get your opinion on that, Joey, because like, shoot, you got you got kids now. I mean, what if they were called up? Hey, we're going to like they got to serve in the military. Boom, eighteen years old or whatever it is. Like, you got to go. Like, that's wild. Hey, brother, like you said, the way that uh, you know the entirety of the world is going, I wouldn't put really much past uh, anything happening in the, you know the next eighteen to twenty years. Who knows yeah. what's going to be going on when Frankie Boy is uh, eighteen? So yeah, I'm gonna hold my tongue and just kind of pray for the best there. But uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, our my grandparents, like they, my grandpa, but I think both my, nah, nah, yeah, my nah. grandpa served in the military. Yep, was right there, you know. Um, yep, so that's how it goes, man. That's 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 tough. But like you said, hey, two years, you know, you still have his youth. Yeah, right? when he's done, he's there. young enough to where two years, you know, that's all right. Right, <laughs> my yeah. my age, twenty to twenty two, was like essentially nothing. Like it was essentially yeah. the same era. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So tough break, but uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if once we're the first ones on the ground in January 2026 talking to him that uh, you know, he'll be good to go and um it'll be all for the better in IndyCar for him and for the series. So we'll yeah. just put, put put a pin in it until January 26th. And exactly. in the IndyCar world and the motorsport world, no, two years out, we called shotgun on this. Shotgun, this, this yeah. is, this is ours, okay? We're getting shotgun for the road trip on on Daniel Frost. All right, it, it, there you yeah. go. So, so that was the the, the major IndyCar news. Now, I, I think a level deeper, you know, I, I believe Devlin De Francesco is obviously still involved there because he's, you know, he's got some funding. There's rumors that that were that were, you know, people on the web were saying there might be a little bit less funding than initially thought of. Um, but we know. That if you're going to Dale Coyne Racing, you're going to need funding. There's going to need to be something there. You know, I know Dale, the racer in his heart, he wants to have that guy as well that he can get, you know, passionately passionately behind, like David Malukas, like Justin Wilson when Justin Wilson was there. Um, you know, I, I thought that was me when I was there uh, because I went in there essentially with no budget. You know, we had a very, very, very limited amount of sponsorship. Um, but that was where I, you know, made my rookie debut. That was where I got my podium, where, I, where we were competing uh, for multiple podiums and multiple races. Um, and, 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 you know, I felt a lot of love from Dale there. So, uh, so yeah, very curious to see how that plays out, but let me tell you, they're going to need to figure that out pretty quick. We're halfway through January. I mean, February is when most of the testing starts. If they don't want to get too far behind, I'm going to make a prediction. Yep. 
before the end of January, at least one Dale Coin Racing driver is going to be announced. At least one. Just one. Before the okay. end of January. That's my yeah, prediction. We, guys- got, we got half a month left. I'm going to I'm gonna predict one driver is going to be signed by end of January. <laughs> okay. Mark that down as well. Mark it down. Here we go. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. A little bit of a bummer news that broke, I think, right after we recorded last week we we had talked a little bit about it kind of the around the outside of it with the iraq news last week and that was a big topic of discussion and then kind of the what's going to happen with srx how will that affect srx and i'm pretty sure same day or at least the next day oh yes that uh they're postponing uh the 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 fourth season of of srx racing in the within the summer which i know we mentioned last week and that was a yeah. fully new, uh, but just a real bummer, man. Real bummer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Our show literally, we like, we literally put out that clip. And I think later in the day, uh, that they announced that, that this, that this, that, you know, there, there was going to be no season. So I, I, it's, it's a shame, right? But the way motorsport works, and, and this is, this is from F1 all the way down to USF 2000, right? It takes money. There is a, financial element you know all these people that put the series on they have to make a living you know all those people are not going to work for free to put something on there has to be enough cash flow to keep cars with things that are safe enough for drivers to drive right and drivers have to be paid you know there has to be sponsors and when you're fighting for all this real estate you know with f1 nascar indycar everyone's fighting for the same real estate of sponsorship it's hard, and 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 I, it it just makes your heart feel a little bit bad though because I thought that was such a fun time in motorsport. I I loved watching the races. I loved um, commentating on the races. That that was one of my highlights of my own personal year last year was was commentating on those races. I I very much enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed working with the team there, Alan Bestwick, uh, all the folks at SRX, Tony Stewart. Uh, the production team that we had there. I mean, incredible people. So, you know, it, it's it's very sad to see because Tony put a lot into that. All the drivers, you know, put a lot into that. Um, it, it was a it was just a fun thing. And a lot of people bought tickets for the events this year too. So, you know, you hate to see, you know, that folks having to get refunded for tickets. Um, so it it yeah, anytime something like that happens, it's just overall sad. There's no happy story to it. You know, we we gotta hope. I mean, I hope obviously, you know, f- for the sake of uh, a unique racing championship, that IROC is successful. Obviously, but yep. you know, I I don't know what that's going to be like. You know, if if they can sell it, if they can figure out a way to make it profitable or or make it uh, sustainable, then awesome. Um, but uh, but yeah, I I thought the SRX folk. There are a lot of just great folks there. I mean, even, you know, t- the crew chiefs they had there were high-quality people. The mechanics were great people. Every Everyone at SRX 
like there, everyone there was really passionate about motorsport. And so you love to see that. But again, motorsport's hard. It's hard to make, as, as they say, to make a million dollars in motorsport, you got to start with a billion, you know, or something like that. Like <laughs> the easiest way to become a millionaire is to start with a billion in, 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 uh, in motorsport. So, um, it's, it's a tough one. And, you know, I hate to see that for all of our friends there and, and the, and the people that employed me and that, that got me to the races. Um, and it kind of, I guess clears, I, I thought I was going to do more of the commentary there. So I guess I got to fill some Thursdays or whatever, Wednesday, Thursday night thunder on my schedule now in the future. <laughs> now they said postponement. Does that leave the door open at all? Or is it just straight? I hope so. so. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't actually know much about it. I, I don't know much about the situation. I text um, the head of our production team on the TV side. And I said, Hey, you know, it was awesome working with you guys. And she said, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's very sad. And, and and hate to see it, but uh, you know we'll see what happens. Obviously, right? So um, right now it's it's on pause. Obviously, there are still race cars there, and those are pretty cool race cars. There is still physical stuff there, so they have a shop, they have space. Right? So so it, you know, let's say they find a big investor. It's, if you find a big investor, all of a sudden that thing's refired immediately. So you know they had a good relationship with ESPN and CBS, obviously. I think so. We'll see. But until now. Sadly, we don't get to watch Thursday Night Thunder and and uh, and react to some amazing racing between IndyCar's finest and uh, and NASCAR's finest and some local dirt racers. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Well, if that is the the total end, yeah, we we definitely enjoyed it, no doubt about it, and we'll we'll miss it very much. Um, mentioning NASCAR, uh, in the last week we saw. NASCAR getting a little preview. They had a little teaser trailer for their Netflix series that's going to be coming out, um, oh. which which is very exciting. Um, but also, it's like, damn, you know, now how how mainstream, even more mainstream and trendy is NASCAR going to be? Like Formula One has become, you know, where everybody's going to have the NASCAR jackets. And uh, and then you know what I mean. <laughs> Not and, that they already don't, <laughs> right? But the big graphic, you know, you're going to be seeing those Dr Pepper pit crew jackets or the old jacket <laughs> ones or all that. The Seven uh, Up special, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. So so exciting. Um, you know, I think it's a good look. In my opinion, I'm thinking like we're talking about. Uh, even though IndyCar already had you know uh, 100 days of Indy last year. Um, you know, if you see the success from Formula One, you see the success from NASCAR, then, hey, I hope that that would lend for somebody to be like, well, what about this uh, IndyCar series here where they're going super fast and they have the biggest man in the world? Um, what were your thoughts on the trailer? And, and what, what do you think about, you know, what that's going to do for the world of NASCAR? I mean, look, I I thought the trailer was awesome. <laughs> Just I When you get Marty Smith and his fantastic voice start talking to me about something i'm like i love what's going on here so i you know racing being fast loud explosive exciting all that stuff i mean i assume as a video editor you're probably like i got everything i need to make something exciting right so i you know they did it with f1 they're gonna do it with nascar because it looked good and i obviously we don't want to we don't want to judge it until it comes out as always, there are going to be people who hate it and there are going to be people who love it. But the old, NASCAR's only goal is that it's on the front page of Netflix and they get, you know, million new fans. Who, who knows? There are, are some people to tune in, right? I I can't wait to see what it turns out to be. I, I, I think, again, we are now the third, you know, 
we're the uh, we're the third leg. We're we're out we're out of the Netflix pool. You know what I mean? Like we got to get in there. Uh, it doesn't matter if there's F1, NASCAR, and IndyCar shows on there. If you put that IndyCar show main page, you're gonna get a ton of a ton of people to watch it. Right? It's gonna be something exciting. So. I don't think we're going to get there. I think there's a lot of great progress with 100 Days to Indy. I, I do believe that we're going to see more 100 Days to Indy. I, I really do. I think uh, that crew, that group uh, did a great job. And um, I got a couple positive uh, responses to that 100 Days to Indy show the other day. I do believe we'll see more of that. Uh, you know, we we keep we, we keep hearing being told that that, that there is, um, you know, more, more activity uh, along the lines of another season of 100 Days to Indy, which I think would be great. Um, this year? Yeah, yeah, I, I do believe this year. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna probably they're probably gonna get going on that. Uh, I assume soon. Um, and I and I hope that's you know part of an official announcement at some point. Obviously, it's very early still. In in you know we're not even close to the season yet. But I think there's there's a lot that 108 days to Indy learn from the first show that they can take into the second show. Obviously, I will not be in the second show unless I win the 500, which that's the plan. Um, but yeah, the, the Netflix thing for NASCAR is great. Part of me thought though, I was like. Wait a second. When did they start filming that? Am I going to be in a Netflix show somehow, like flashing by or my car breaking down or something like that? I don't know. If they were filming at Daytona last year, technically I was at Daytona in the 500. So I is there going to... Technically, did I participate in a Netflix show? Maybe. I was at Coda. I was at Daytona 500. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Connor Daly's in a Netflix show. I don't know. I'm credit. certainly not planning to keep part in it, but... I technically I participated. So that feels exciting. You know what though? Um, yeah. I, I, I'm in that I'm in I'm I'm in that uh, entertainment comedian world where hey, it's all about being able to say as seen on such and such, you know? And so you throw as seen on Netflix on there, there you go. Right. If you happen to watch the NASCAR Netflix show and you happen to catch a glimpse of that number fifty car or RV somewhere, let's just screenshot it. Let's hang that up uh, let's hang a banner for it, as they say, hang the banners. Um, just like the Lakers did for the in-season tournament, we just we hang the banner in in a Netflix show about NASCAR as a two-time, three-time NASCAR Cup starter. So, hang oh. the banner. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. More NASCAR news coming off of that. Um, just dropped today, I think, or yesterday. Jimmy Johnson is oh, going to yeah. be... Expanding, uh, we're gonna see old seven time uh, back in and the big ones, right? He's gonna be doing uh, Daytona. He's gonna be doing Talladega, right? Oh yeah. Well, Brickyard four hundred and Daytona five hundred is what I saw, right? Is that right, Bobby? I think that's that's what I saw. Is that correct? Yeah. So I, I, uh, I mean, you got it. You got to know Jimmy was gonna do Daytona and Indy. I mean, he loves Indy, loves Daytona. Uh, love to see that for Jimmy. Obviously, that his family went through some crazy. Uh, sad stuff last year. Um, so it'll be good to see him just back with a smile on his face at the NASCAR uh, in the NASCAR realm. Um, and uh, and yeah, great for the that that team. They also signed the Dollar Store or no Family Dollar. Like they have a big deal now with the Dollar the Family Dollar group. So they uh, Dollar General. Yeah, they, they got all the not Dollar General, but it's Family Dollar. I think so. Uh, the Family Dollar. There's like a bunch of companies in that group of Family Dollar, and they now are a sponsor. 
of uh, of Legacy Autosport, Motor Legacy Motor Club, or whatever it is. So good for them. Good for the Legacy Club getting the dollar store. I respect that. How about um, uh, yeah, good for our pal, friend of the show. I will, yeah. always, will always say that friend of the show, Jimmy Johnson, because he friend took of the show. Minutes, he took thirty minutes on his carpool to pick up his daughters and chatted with us, and uh, I will always be grateful. Uh, oh yeah. So be able to uh, ask him his handsome, grizzly face questions. Um, so looking forward to that coming up here very soon. Uh, yeah, and then and then quick more NASCAR news as well. Yeah, um, there was a big ARCA test. The ARCA series is the uh, fourth rung of the ladder in the NASCAR world. Uh-huh. Um, and we had a friend, uh, Marco Andretti, out there. Uh, Shane Van Gisbergen oh, as hey. well. Uh, NASCAR Cup Series winner going all the way back to the start in the ARCA test to get used to the super speedway stuff. Um it's kind of wild to see that ARCA test because I think those cars are in in racing terminal racing terminology very cheap to run, right? So, you know, and, and Daytona, you're just holding the gas open and and hoping that thing just doesn't break. Uh, and as someone who's driven a stock car flat out around Daytona by myself, it's pretty simple. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, pretty simple. I don't know what those cars are like, um, but a lot of people learn, and there's like 60 drivers or something absurd. Um, just getting experience there, trying to get some some laps in at Daytona. Uh, I love that they do that, though. I mean, to get 60, 65 drivers or whatever in and out of these cars, that's a pretty cool deal. And Marco was really fast. Marco was in the top five, top 10, I think, for the most part. Um, so, yeah, good to see Marco up, up near the front there. Um, Shane Van Gisbergen getting experience as his first step on the ladder to being a NASCAR professional. So, uh, so yeah, it was good, good to see both a bit of you know, exciting international flair, and then Marco Andretti as well, an American hero, uh, getting out there and and uh, and and being fast in an ARCA car. So I'm curious to see what Marco's schedule is going to be like. That hasn't really been announced yet, but uh, after spending some time at Marco's house, I kind of know what uh, you know a little bit of what he's trying to do, and and I'm excited for him. I think there's honestly, I think there's still a lot of announcements in play for motorsport in general. Like usually, you think by January everyone's kind of got their stuff planned out, but like there's a lot we're gonna need to stay tuned to when it comes to uh the nascar realm uh the indycar realm so uh so good for us we got things to talk about things to look at and you know i certainly hope on my side uh, i know i told everyone here on this show that uh, last friday was an important day uh and and so we we want to keep that momentum going and uh it, it was it was a good day it was a good day friday um i hey. think i think we i i think we need just just it's all when you're in January, every day matters. So, like, I'm trying to work my butt off to get all this stuff done so you can, like, just focus on the racing part. I have not been able to focus on the racing part yet. I'm just working on making sure we get the partners in line, we get people together, we put the program in place, and uh, and, and I got to thank, you know, Todd Alton and his group for for working with us and putting, you know, pr- making progress um, but we'll see. Obviously, it's not done yet, or else you'd see it. Um, I, I the the thing that I keep telling people is I was like, I think we took two steps forward, but we just needed three. So I'd like to take that third step, hopefully this week. Um I, I honestly think by the end of this week it needs to be done, or it's probably not gonna happen at all. So uh so we'll see. Uh fingers and toes crossed, but we're definitely not out of the fight. We we didn't get the negative. It wasn't like a hey, eh, this is wrong. We're still in the fight. We're still in the hunt for things. Um, 
And so, you know, fingers and toes crossed. We'll see what happens. I I also just got a text about another random race to do, which is kind of interesting. Maybe more to do with Nitro Cross again. I don't know. We'll see. So, uh, so we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we're trying to stay busy. We're trying to stay busy. Uh, there's also some, maybe some sports car stuff later on in the year to do. Um, so we, there's, there's good stuff happening, but for now, I literally just sit here at my house, make calls, try to get things done, send out stuff, get things back. And just, I walk around like a chicken with my head cut off, just hoping something happens. So that's, that's how we lie. That's how we live right now. <laughs> hey man, you gotta you gotta. That's what you gotta do. Hey, you gotta the the, the hustles out there. We know you're hustling, so we'll We're uh, hustling. Fingers crossed to uh, hear good news. Hopefully, we'll have uh, like earlier prediction. We'll have some of those announcements by the end of January. Here, that'd be uh, that'd be great. End of January could be neat. Um yes. but we'll see. I mean, I, there there's yeah, fingers and toes crossed. Just keep sending all the positive vibes. We're gonna get we're gonna get it sorted. Um. But yeah, I I wanted to talk real quick about football. I know we've we've spent a lot of time talking, but uh, I I found something very funny. I was watching the Chiefs game. Obviously, Chiefs Dolphins look very cold there, right? Oh, something you I, have a problem subscribing to Peacock for that? Uh, no, I am a Peacock owner, obviously, because of IndyCar Racing. Boom, right. that's right. Twenty three million viewers, uh, most streamed event in the history of the world. <laughs> Come on, guys. I don't want to hear anyone in the IndyCar world complaining about Peacock. They got 23 million people to watch an NFL game. If you really want to watch it, you're going to do it. And I'm yeah, sorry. But you guys have Taylor Swift at your no, race. Nope. No Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, honestly, Peacock is not that hard to get. I've actually watched plenty of other things on Peacock too. So I actually There's a lot of great it. programming on there. I know. I know. So I, again, we're NBC fans, but I, I still think. The NFL, the NFL could tell you to watch a game on like HGTV, and and they and everyone would watch it. It could be on the Science and Alien Network, which I don't even know if it's a TV channel, but I'm sure it's part of some Direct TV package or Spectrum package that you can get. Everyone would watch it. It's just powerful, and I think honestly they might just be messing around with people. They're like, ah, can we make a little extra money doing this? Perfect. And so they're just gonna sell it to anyone. So what would be funny is if the NFL really wanted to have a power trip, they say, hey. We're not going to tell you which streaming service it's going to be on. You just got to get them all and yeah. flip through it and figure it out. And yeah, it's I, like a mystery game. I guarantee you probably at least 15 million people would have every single streaming service. That's just that's just how it is. Yeah. So it, it could happen. But happen. one thing I noticed from this game, which, you know, obviously very cold, right? But it's when they show Taylor Swift, I just, it's kind of a sad reality that humanity is a part of right now because when they cut to those camera shots there's just she's literally doing nothing and someone is like recording her someone is holding their phone up like right in front of as high as they can get it and i'm like what are you guys doing like what i just we're all like she is a human being as much as we are all human beings you know what i mean like hey you know what Sure, I, if I've seen someone really famous in a situation, yeah, I'm gonna. Hey, cool. I I might take a picture if if possible. But I I just sitting there like trying to record every minute of that. Like every time you looked up, it was someone else like at a really awkward angle. And it's like, man, I think she would enjoy like just being respected as a human more than like 
and obviously, you know, it's never going to change. Like if you see someone really famous, we're all, you know, humanity, they're like, oh, look at this. This is crazy. We're going to put it on TikTok or something like that. It's a sad, but I just, I, I wanted to say to people, I was like, darn it. It's kind of a shame that, you know, that that, that happens um, because obviously I don't, I don't feel bad for Taylor Swift. I think she's, you know, she's the most famous human on the planet, I think currently. But I was like, maybe it would just like look, it would look better for humanity if like when they showed that shot, it was just Taylor watching the game and then everyone else watching the game, you know? And it's just like, oh, cool. Like we're all humans, but turns out that's not true. So I, I just, I felt like saying about that the Taylor Swift vision cameras are just wild. And like, it's, it's, it's just hilarious to see, you know, as humans. Now, look, we see uh, if you're doing something, you're always filmed like we get it like even at Indy 500 like everyone's filmed doing everything right which is cool but it's just like that that it's just such a wild reality that we're living in does that make sense Joey it's it's just it's amazing no it definitely it definitely does but it's uh, it's almost like what what is more sad that or the people who like go out of their way on Twitter to freak out about how annoying it is yeah like what I mean really like she's just that football game just watching football Watching her boyfriend, you yeah. know, it, like she can't help. It. It's almost like the, you know, how like I make fun of it a lot about like the Bronny James treatment, right? It's like yeah. he can't do anything that his dad's LeBron James. It's the people who are doing it. Like it's the it's the camera crews and the directors at NBC yeah. that are like, hey, we need to have a Taylor cam. It's the it's the people on ESPN who post six Bronny James posts in like two days. Like, yeah, it's not. It's not the people; it's the people doing it. You know, yeah, That's yeah. But frustrating. But at the same time, it is. It's like you got the people who love it a ton. You got the people who are obviously going to hate it a ton. And that's just humanity. And it is annoying. And I personally think that everybody needs to just set their phone down in an upstairs room for like three hours or four <laughs> hours, and you just like kind of take a break and not not interact with that. Just kind of remember that we're living in like a real time world with real people and a real just, world yeah everybody just everybody just needs a little break but you said you mentioned that the football weekend was was crazy and that you you had some problem. what what happened did you lose bets what was the issue here well obviously yeah i, I had uh four different four-leg parlays that all missed by one uh because I, I love gambling on sports you know that's, that's fun uh, football obviously only that's probably the only thing that we're allowed to gamble on um but uh but yeah i, I think what happened now? My first question is: I ever I think easy to predict the Dolphins losing, um, but there were no good games. Like what? There was one good game, the Lions game, right? Yep. So what happened? To all these teams, like the Texans, absolutely doing terrible things, you know, to the other team. Texans. I mean, I could I could have seen that, but like, why was it a complete blowout? Like, what happened? To all these teams. And I, Joey, I feel bad. Your Steelers look like heroes the last few weeks, and. I just what hap like what happens to these teams that look that make the playoffs and the games well, are awful. Well, I think I think what you're seeing is what you're going to see unfortunately next year with the college football playoff expanding to 12 is that you know it's more is not always better. Yes. So you, know, you get the wild card weekend where they added two more teams so they could have more games and then you're seeing like Oh, maybe that doesn't need to be the case. Maybe we don't need to have more games. Maybe we just need to get right to the divisional round. That's this weekend, where those games probably will be a lot better, right? Like, yeah, 
just because you're expanding to 12 teams in college football playoff doesn't mean that that like you really think that a 5-12 game is going to be the savior that's going <laughs> to be this great game that's going to make everybody super into it like no it probably isn't like it's just not not more is not always the answer yeah and uh, i think that you, i think you see that in wild card weekend majority of the time unfortunately for cowboys fans it worked in the opposite oh. way them. Like the Cowboys um, looked like a like a peewee football team, and same with the Browns. Like the Browns look like heroes. Like everyone's like, oh, they're gonna Browns in the Super Bowl. It's like, what? Like what happens to all these people? <laughs> I just don't it get so it. Bad. It was so bad for the Browns and the Cowboys that they made the Steelers Bills game look close. You know? I know like, that's yeah. how bad. It, that's, that's how bad it was. So yeah. Um, yeah, weird weekend. You know, a playoff football is always very exciting, but it was kind of a letdown. But I think, Connor, I think this weekend is the weekend that we're really going to be. Yeah, entertainment. This, this is the great stuff right here is the the divisional round. This is going to be the real, the real bangers, which I'm excited for. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Should we get into podium real quick? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, well, let's. Uh, we we covered most of our racing news. Um, so yeah, let let's uh, let's get into our our weekend podium. Sweet, fired up. Yeah, so I'll I'll start with my third place. Um, and and then we kind of talked about this, but um, my third place is just that 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 racing news is in full swing again, right? Like we like even stuff we didn't talk about. Like we had the Chili Bowl, you know, Kyle Larson not making the final of Chili Bowl. You had uh, Logan C V winning the Chili Bowl again. Like we got Chili Bowl to watch. We got uh, racing news to watch. We got people going to the military instead of driving race cars. We got all kinds of stuff, and and it's just it, it just means that we're back. Like it's hey, vacation uh, yeah. season is 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 over, uh, and we're locked in. So. Um, so it made me excited to think about as I was thinking about this podium, I was like, shoot, I just like that we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. I, I, I mean, that's, that's what it's all about. Love it. Yeah. No, it's fully 2024. And like you mentioned, we were talking with uh, Alexander Rossi, which you'll hear at a later day, which is a really fun uh, conversation. But it would just, that, I'm glad you mentioned that because talking with him and really just and looking ahead to all the stuff that come, I'm like, wow, it, it is finally here. You know, for me, my football team is done playing for the year. So now I'm fully into like, Let's get into racing. You know, let's let's get it going, and it's here, so that's great. Uh, three, third place for me is uh, not having your pipes freeze. <laughs> uh, as I mentioned off the top, it is super ridiculous cold in the Midwest and in Indianapolis. And last year, I don't know if you remember, Connor, I had that I do remember. situation where I had pipes freeze, and then they burst, and then it was raining from my ceiling, and we Yikes. had to go through a whole thing. And so uh, right before it got to be super, super cold over the weekend, my mom was like, hey, be sure to turn on your faucets. And we turned on our faucets, I think, just in the in the nick of time to nice. keep those running. And we avoided disaster, knock on wood, I hope. But uh, yeah, for everybody out there, that's not a situation you want to go through. So just, you know, leak those faucets a little bit and hopefully you'll save yourself some time and some money. Cheers to faucets. Cheers to the faucets. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, all right, Bobby, what do you got for us on your P3? Uh, P3 for me is, uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but, uh, well, I'm sure you guys saw, but Indianapolis Airport set up a uh, full-size oh. basketball court in anticipation for the All-Star game. Very cool. Uh, Very made, cool. Me, made me proud as a Hoosier just because I feel like, you know, Indiana catches a lot of guff when you talk to our fellow Americans for one reason or another, but we do we do sports so good. And this year, uh, for basketball, Indianapolis has been tremendous. So between yeah. the Pacers dominating and now this basketball court it's it's really really cool to see so uh, yeah it's fu- it's funny you mentioned that I, I i was flying home from marco's house and this is this is actually p2 on my on my list not the court but when we flew home i was like what is this what's going on here in the middle of the airport like this huge space and i did i we were just like all right whatever i gotta go home um but when i saw the photo of that i was like this is the coolest thing ever so I, I have to I have to fly again on Friday. So I I, uh, I will definitely be checking that out. It's uh, it looks pretty cool. <laughs> I, do we have any confirmation? Like, can you get any shots up? Like, can, that's can a great question. Free or is it off limits? Like, just to look at. I mean, throwing balls around an airport could get dangerous. So I knock a couple kids yeah. out. Like, it's just bad. Um, it's true. Anyway, so P two for me. This is kind of like what I was talking about flying. So. I had an all-star flight from Charlotte back to back to Indy. Uh, this is kind of when the weather was going crazy last weekend. I, I flew home, um, and uh, uh, actually, well, it, we we haven't recorded since then. But uh, uh, I, I flight was delayed, but I got on the flight, and uh, thankfully, I got upgraded to first class. Shout out American Airlines, uh, Executive Platinum. They feel like a feel like an, an old man now that I've accomplished this. Um, but I got an upgrade, and uh, in first class. Uh, it's uh, me, uh, Connor Filippi, who's been a friend of the show. He's been on the show before, BMW sports car driver. Uh, Scott McLaughlin and uh, and Will Power sat right in front of me, too. And then on what? on comes uh, Tucker Barnhart, uh, a big-time baseball player as well from Indiana. So I'm like, shoot, we got an all-star lineup here on the, on the flight from Charlotte to Indy. I didn't know what? what Tucker was doing, but I told Tucker literally as he walked by, I was like, What's up, bro? We got to get you on the show. I've been trying to get Tucker on Speed Street for uh, for years, so uh, we got to have Tucker on the show. It's good to see him. I, I texted him. I was like, "Man, we were really part of an All Star uh, flying cast." So, shout out to that uh, American flight for not going down and uh, and no doors were flying off that one because we had a lot of you know, a lot of good people on that plane. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's always fun. Yeah, you guys, the uh, any any airtime beverages together or was it just no quick- no. It- Everyone's in uh, preseason mode, so we've all backed off the throttle. So it's it's all uh, all uh, you know, sleeping and watching television shows on our phones. You know, gotcha. That's fair. Uh, P two for me. Uh, I got to give it to the Costco membership. Uh, my all wife, right. Yeah, my wife had a birthday, and for her birthday, she was gifted from my mom uh, a Costco membership, and so because she has one, that I get to be a part of that. Nice. Uh, so I got my own little gold star card and everything the photo on the back we went um yesterday and man you want to talk about a way to spend an afternoon you go on to costco your membership samples you feel like you're a part of something you know you get to flash the card you don't have to use your mother-in-laws anymore you can just go in there hey i'm i'm in here i got the card i'm good to go um and what a selection they have of all sorts of great things so <laughs> enjoy the costco membership that. too for me I'm going to put that on my Christmas list for next year. I want a Costco membership. That'd be awesome. Nice. <laughs> my girlfriend's a member. Yeah. I've gone with her in California. So I, I get to, ex- we like to go and have the samples. Like we're just going to go around and have some samples, maybe get some food. Samples are great. 
Costco in California, that's got to be interesting. It's a war zone. I'm not going to lie. It's an absolute war zone. Then Burbank, the one in Burbank is like, woo! I have never seen anything like that place. It is a complete and utter dogfight for stuff in there. Huh. Bobby, what's up? What's your P2? Uh, so I know, uh, Connor, you talked a little bit about this, or we talked a little bit about this earlier, but uh, P2 for me is... Uh, and I'm going to lump two things together, but the the new NASCAR Netflix show, and I revisited 100 Days, uh, 100 Days to Indy. Oh, Just nice. those, those types of shows, I think, um, getting made is going to be you know P two for me. I think you know we talk a lot about how do we entice a new generation of race fans. I think you know as younger people become less and less interested in cars in general, I think these shows that kind of show like the human side of racing and these characters, this is how we're going to bring in new race fans. Um, so it's really encouraging to see. And I really do hope like there is a new season of the indie show. Um, I also read news about it, possibly the first season getting on new streaming platforms, which is exciting. You know, hopefully yeah. that ends up being, yeah, a, a, that's you know, the rumor mill. that is the rumor mill. Stay so, tuned. <laughs> so, you know, so th those, I like I said, I, I talk about that with, you know, I, I'm, friends with a lot of race fans that are all older than me and they're like you know young kids don't care about racing it's like well you know the world's changing obviously they might not care as much about cars as older generations do but like they do care about the people and the more that we put these very interesting characters in the race cars on display i think more new race fans will get you know i i mean i agree there are a lot of interesting people out there there are stories that haven't been told on a big enough level so um completely completely agree so i i like that um all right, so P1 for me, and 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 Bobby kind of alluded to it, but P1 for me is the NBA All-Star Weekend here in uh, in Indy coming up. Uh, the NBA All-Star Weekend, uh, it's feeling pretty cool. Like To have it in Indy, I, I think, is awesome. I, I did get to go to the NBA All-Star Weekend uh, my rookie year in IndyCar um, with with Hinch and uh, and Joseph Newgarden, oddly enough. Um, we spent, it was in Toronto and, and during that weekend in Toronto, it was the coldest I've ever been as a human in my life. Uh, at one point, uh, James Hinchcliffe and I were at a party with Shaq and then, uh, we hid in a phone booth outside waiting for an Uber because it was so cold. So, uh, I, but it, an amazing weekend. Um, I, I, I know that like, I've already seen, you know, tickets for like the celebrity game on the Friday are already sold out. Uh, at Lucas Oil Stadium. Um, so just excited for our city here. I, I think it's a great opportunity to hopefully um, market the IndyCar series as well. I mean, this is our home, right? The Indy 500, market the Indy 500. Uh, it's the same weekend as Daytona in NASCAR, which is a, like, obviously, if I somehow in my magical world of dreams end up racing something in the NASCAR world, I won't be here for it. Um, but if, you know, if, if everything comes crashing down in a giant pit of flames, then I'll probably enjoy the all-star weekend. So, uh, you know, I, I just think it's awesome. I, I think it's a great opportunity for our city. I think it's a great opportunity for our sport, IndyCar in general. I do hope that there's somehow IndyCar involved or there's some sort of references somewhere or there's something's done at the speedway. Um, but yeah, the basketball court at the airport is, is incredible. Our airport is the best in the country without a doubt, maybe the best in the world, um, so yeah, I, I'm excited for NBA All-Star Weekend for us as a city and, and, and just all the people that come, come to town, maybe for the first time. Yeah, definitely. Well said. Didn't even think about it that way, but it should 
be. And I, I, I'd like to think that there definitely will be a flavor of that. So uh, good stuff. My P1 is going to go uh, back to the football weekend. It's actually going to go to the Green Bay Packers quarterback development. Oh. Part of kind of secret sauce magic these folks have up there in Green Bay, Wisconsin. But obviously, Incredible. I mean, three for three. We're going on a 30-year run, three for three, of finding consecutive back-to-back-to-back quarterbacks that that are going to be your quarterback, that are going to have you in the playoffs, that are going to give you a shot to hoist the trophy. I mean, Jordan Love just absolutely torched Dallas in Dallas, and he's arguably been the best player in football over the last eight weeks of the season. Like, the guy has been unreal, and... I mean, just kudos to them, man. Like we're we're an indie, and so we had you know Manning to to luck, right? And we're used to that. And then you you saw what has happened transpired over the last seven years since Luck got hurt and then retired. I mean, it's just unbelievable. I mean, absolutely unfathomable <laughs> what what you going from Favre to Rogers to to now looking like Jordan Love. I mean, just out of respect, just a, a, a tip of the cap and a, an applause for them for whatever recipe they have for being able to make it work, man, because nobody else in the NFL has been able to do it like that. Man, Jordan Love looked good. He looked real good. And, I, and after looked- a couple games this season, I thought he looked like a clown. He looked, he did not look like a clown yesterday really? in the playoffs. Yeah. did not look like a clown. Bobby, yes. finish us off here. So P1 for me is going to be to Flow Racing, the app, streaming oh, app. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Connor, you mentioned it at the, at the head of this. Um, you know, we had Chili Bowl weekend over the weekend, and I was thinking back to a time when the Chili Bowl was just on Mav TV. You had to have Direct TV, which my family didn't do, so we had to like reach out to friends that had Direct TV and like go through the winter tundra to their houses to like yeah. maybe watch the Chili Bowl in their garage. Um, this past Saturday, I enjoyed dirt late model races at Vado in New Mexico, and then as soon as that race took the checkered flag, flipped it over. And uh, the midgets were getting pushed off for the chili bowl. So just perfect execution go. by Flow Sports, um, and just it's a tremendous time to be a short track racing fan. We have literally just thousands of races at our fingertips that you know even five years ago it wasn't a possibility. Yeah, I mean, I I, I even can click on YouTube and and you know there's 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 dirt racing being streamed, and I can just I don't know where it is, I don't know what's going on, but I'm just like yeah, I'll watch some racing. I don't mind. So um, so it's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, so with that, we close out our podium, uh, great stuff. Um, and, and yeah, I think we can get to the end of the show and get to the, our, our, our favorite segment. Um, the random Indy 500 driver of the week. I think we put a great program out here today. Um, but, uh, but this week I went old, I went old and I honestly thought that we had used this driver before I saw his name. I was like, we have to have had this guy on before. Um, but I looked at the list and it's not it's not on the list. So uh, the 1939 Indy 500. I went with the 1939 race, uh, and I went with the dead last place finisher who made 525 dollars. <laughs> he made 525 dollars finishing last, uh, which is more than you'd make now if you finished last in the Indy 500. Um, Deacon Litz. Deacon Litz is is this person's name. Um, Arthur Benson Deacon Litz, born in 1897 in Pennsylvania, uh, American race car driver. 
Uh, Litz was a hotel keeper by trade uh, and was said to weigh 224 pounds. Hey, now. That's wild. He's out here playing for the NFL potentially. Uh, that's kind of crazy. Uh, he, he started his race. He started racing with his own homemade car on dirt tracks at county fairs after World War One. Deacon began his professional racing career in 1927. Um, but I looked at his Indy 500 results. He he was in a lot of them, like 1928 through what? 1941. I mean, there there was there was a lot. That's a lot of Indy 500s. So well, fourth place finish in 1934, eighth yeah. place in 35. I mean, a couple top 10s for our boy Deacon here. So that's, I mean, that's pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. How about this, too? Due to his fame as a race car driver, he appeared in the 1929 silent film Speedway. Movie star. Deacon is a movie star. That's wild. That's crazy. He retired from the sport after his last Indy 500 in 1941. Uh, Litz was noted for being an excellent speaker regarding the sport of Speedway racing after his retirement. That's crazy. Well, there you go. That's uh, Litz was the first per. Oh, so this is kind of random. I don't know. This is Wikipedia, so you never know if you can trust this information. Litz was the first person to apply to be in the 1935 Indy 500, putting in his application six months before the race date. He was ready. He was ready for racing. Old Deacon was. <laughs> 12 Indy 500s. I haven't quite got there yet, but uh, 12 of them. That's good, man. That's a good one. Hey, last place finishers need love too, man. Absolutely. I finished last once. I didn't even start the race. (laughs) (laughs) See? All right. Thank you very much for that, Connor. Um, Good stuff. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, We have some good stuff on the horizon. The Alexander Rossi interview coming uh, that we chatted with him today. Uh, So be be on the lookout for that. Obviously, keeping fingers and good vibes for Connor. The news coming his way for sure. Um, And, yeah, I mean, we got the, the center of the sports world coming to us. All the month of February with the All-Star break, with uh, the NFL Combine, um, all of these things that are going to be right here. So, you know, if you see people out the bar that maybe look like they're from, you know, not here, they're not an IndyCar fan, spread the good word, spread the gospel, and spread the gospel about Speed Street as well. You know, do us all a favor. So uh, we appreciate you very much. And uh, for Connor Daly, for Bobby, is it Marcos? Is it Bobby Marcos? Am I saying that right? You are saying that right, just like it's spelled. Got it. Perfect. For Bobby Marco, Joey Molinero. Till next time, we'll talk to you on Speed Street. This is a production of Dirty Mo Media. Check out Dirty Mo Media. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo. Dirty Mo.